Did you know that you can treat pink eye with one single drop of something that you can pick up in a health food store? Did you know that you can treat food poisoning extremely effectively and extremely quickly with something else that you can just pick up in a health food store? Did you know that there is an instant relief for a nasty Charlie horse besides just working it out. Did you know that waking up with a smile on your face can actually change your day? These are the types of things we're going to talk about today on my favorite healthy hacks for mind and body. I've got eight of them. I think we'll get through all eight of them. This is going to be a little bit shorter show because I'm just about ready to hit the road to hang out with my kids for a fun little family vacation. Very excited, and I am bumping up against the wall (laughs) of my schedule here. So anyway, we're going to jump right in. Welcome to Vitality Radio. I'm Jared St. Clair, and I am so grateful to all of you listening and all of the new listeners who have found me over the last little while. We've been having a blast over at the Vitality Radio listeners community on Facebook. If you haven't joined, it'll be linked in the show description. Just click on that link and uh, answer a couple of questions and bam, you are in. We would love to uh, do as much as we can to uh, interact with the people that are listening to this show. It's so much fun to find like-minded people just doing their best to take care of themselves. One of the things that I've discovered and that has really, really been brought to my attention since I was on the Just Ingredients podcast uh, six or seven weeks ago, I guess it's been pretty close to seven now, is that there are there are a lot of things that I take for granted, things that I was taught as a young man or even a boy Um, by my parents, things that I've learned from just working in a health food store for my whole life, that kind of stuff that not everybody is aware of and that are extremely useful to know. So I decided to just dig into a few things. Uh, These all just really came off the top of my head as I was thinking about what I was going to record. And um, I think it's going to be a pretty useful little thing for you. I, I would anticipate of the eight You might know of two or three of them. I bet you don't know them all. If you do know them all, I would love to hear from you because you are a a very well-studied individual, it sounds like. If you don't know them and you think that they are useful, I'd love to hear from you there as well. You can hit me up on Instagram at Jared Saint or at Vitality Radio. You can also go to VitalityRadio.com to listen to shows. You can go to any podcast app in the world just about to listen to Vitality Radio. We're we're closing in on 250 shows now. And, of course, you can visit us at VitalityNutrition.com or give us a call at Vitality Nutrition in Bountiful at 801-292-6662. Okay, let's jump into the first healthy lifestyle hack This one, let's just talk about food poisoning. Now, the reason this came up is because, or was in my head anyway, is because somebody came asking me about it. And and I did a show, uh, let's see, I bet it was, oh my goodness, it's got to be now close to five years ago. So, and I don't believe it ever went into the podcast. So I don't know that anybody that, who, who only listens to the podcast has ever heard this, at least not from me. And, uh, yet I've used it myself on two occasions since I discovered how to do it. 
and it had it's miraculous. I mean, it really is amazing. And what's interesting about this one is where there are a lot of things uh, that I'm sure you know that I believe in that you're not going to be able to find, you know, good information on on WebMD or Mayo Clinic or Harvard Health or any of those types of you know mainstream medicine type uh, outlets. This one, I uh, was just curious when I was uh, writing up my notes for the show if I could find anything good because I know that they use this in ambulances and I wasn't sure if they would uh, write anything up about it on, you know, the aforementioned medical websites. And I found a great article actually on Mayo Clinic uh, and uh, it was shocking kind of because it's so rare, unfortunately, that these two worlds meet in a uh, in a manner that uh, well that I I like uh, where we can actually kind of you know all get along so to speak so let's talk about it food poisoning you may have heard of activated charcoal you may have heard of activated charcoal for upset stomach you may have heard of activated charcoal for food poisoning but do you know how to use it and what it actually does well let's jump right into it so here's the story the backstory I was preparing a show on activated charcoal because one of my listeners or possibly one of my uh, customers in the store. I can't remember if I heard from someone uh, through the radio or through the store, and who knows, they might do both, had asked me to explain to them exactly how to use activated charcoal. And I carried activated charcoal, but I didn't know how to use it for food poisoning at that point in time. I had never had anybody ask me. I'd never tried using it for myself, which I feel incredibly foolish now about that because, oh my gosh, (laughs) once you try it, it is amazing. But if you think about it, I remember as a kid at Vitality Nutrition, when I was uh, in my teens somewhere, the first time we brought in activated charcoal capsules, and I'm like, what the heck is this, right? I knew what charcoal was out on the grill, and I also thought... I think intuitively that that's a terrible idea to put in your body. But uh, I didn't really think much of it. And this is prior to the internet. Yeah, I'm old. And so I didn't really ever do anything with it. We had it. I never recommended it. But if somebody came in asking for it, I sold it to them. And I just never paid much attention to activated charcoal. So I finally decided to do a little bit of a deep dive. And as Uh, I don't know, luck or fate or uh, coincidence would have it. It was only a couple weeks after I broadcast that show that I was sure I got food poisoning. I was, you know, feeling all the things, right? Nauseous and bloated and gassy and really upset and I might throw up kind of a thing. And I had a bottle of activated charcoal at my house because... I was considering, or I'd, I'd been studying up on it. I usually bring bottles home to, you know, kind of look at all that stuff when I'm re- recording the show. So I happened to have a bottle sitting there, and I thought, okay, I'm jumping in, and I'm doing exactly what I learned on the show that I prepared just a couple weeks earlier. I took 40, 40 capsules of activated charcoal. Now, that might sound absurd, but believe it or not, according to Mayo Clinic, that's like, 25% of the dose that is actually recommended. And the problem was my stomach was upset enough that swallowing that many capsules was a problem. I started swallowing capsules and I finally was like, I can't, I can't swallow 40 of these. And so I opened them up and dumped them into a bottle. Now you can get activated charcoal in a powder. Had I known that I 
that was available at the time. I would have had that on hand maybe. But as it was, I opened them up, dumped them into the water, stirred it around, realized they don't mix. It doesn't mix at all. It just sits on top of the water and I just gulped it down and it tastes kind of like what you would think it would taste like. (laughs) Pretty flavorless, really kind of crunchy and weird, but not that hard to get down. And I will tell you, I've had, you know, pretty bad food poisoning two or three times in my life where I've gone through the whole thing, you know, holding the garbage can in my front of my face while sitting on the toilet and doing what food poisoned people do. And this was unbelievable. Within an hour, I felt completely normal. I mean, completely normal. I slept great that night. I woke up feeling great. Everything was good. And the only thing that really changed was there was a lot more black in the toilet the next day than I, you know, normally have. And that was it. So let me explain how it works. Activated charcoal is unique in that it never leaves the digestive system. If you think of kind of the tunnel that it that starts at your mouth and ends at your rear end, it never leaves that tunnel. It doesn't get into the blood. It doesn't get into the tissues of the body. But what it does is it grabs onto all kinds of nasty stuff as it's walking through the gut. And it uh, it absorbs uh, the gas and it absorbs all of that uh, nasty bacteria that uh, is making you sick from the food poisoning. And it just pulls it right through when it leaves you. But what's so cool is while it takes, you know, hours to get the charcoal out of the body, it takes only a few minutes for it to start absorbing the stuff that is making you feel like trash, for lack of a better term. And so as I sat there, I remember my son Bridger was there with me and I kept looking at him saying, this is unbelievable. I just keep feeling less and less sick. And by an hour, hour 15, something like that, I felt great. I felt great. It was amazing. So I've done it one other time since then. I've recommended a lot more than I used to. Another thing that I do take at the same time, although I did not take it then because, frankly, I kind of wanted to experiment, is colloidal silver because I thought, well, silver will, you know, wipe out that bacteria. So colloidal silver and charcoal, my two favorite food poisoning remedies, But the problem is you've got to have them on hand. They're like medicine cabinet items because, you know, if you get sick and a lot of us get sick eating out, that's what happened to me at dinner time. And you can't run down to the health food store and pick up some charcoal because they're closed. And by that time, it's too late. So that's one you got to have on hand, but absolutely amazing stuff. Did you know if you get acid reflux, you can drink apple cider vinegar and within a minute or two, it will calm it down, if not completely relieve it. That might also seem counterintuitive, a lot like the charcoal, but it's an acid and you're experiencing acid. And so it think, you think, well, that doesn't, you know, adding more fuel to the fire doesn't sound like a good idea, but it's different because of what acid apple cider vinegar does when it gets to the stomach. Now, do you want to drink it straight? No, you do not want to drink it straight. You want to drink it with some water diluted. And then personally, I like to put it in a little bit of, put a little honey in it. Or even if I've got some on hand, a little bit of apple juice. I don't drink juice often, but if I've got a little juice, I'll put it in a little bit of juice. Um, and personally, I don't mind the flavor if it's sweetened. You can also throw a little stevia packet in there. That's really nice. And, uh, you drink, uh, you know, a couple tablespoons and 
it's almost instantaneous. Truly amazing stuff. Now, you can also take apple cider vinegar capsules, but they're going to take a lot longer to work if you're currently experiencing reflux. If you experience reflux on a regular basis, then apple cider vinegar with your meals in capsule form is my go-to remedy. It'll help you digest your food more efficiently anyway. I did a whole show on ACV, uh, I don't know, maybe three, two months ago. And uh, so you can go back and check that one out if you'd like. But apple cider vinegar as an instant relief thing for reflux. You drink it a couple tablespoons in a few ounces of water sweetened with honey or stevia. Absolutely works almost every time. There is a remedy that is already manufactured called Old Amish uh, Remedy. Uh, that I like even better. It has a little bit of garlic and ginger in it too that help to calm any kind of uh, upset stomach also. So you can do that one as well. But even just plain apple cider vinegar works very, very well. Now, as long as it is the raw, organic, unfiltered. You want to make sure you get the raw, organic, unfiltered. Now, what if you've got a leg cramp? Like, you know, those Charlie horses that feel like somebody shot you in the leg at night? If those are happening... Let's uh, talk about the instant remedy, the uh, little life hack here, and that is you rub it on that cramp. You put some apple cider vinegar just straight right on your fingertips, and you rub it into that cramp, let it dry a little bit, rub it in again, and it's also almost instantaneous. A minute, two minutes, bam, that thing's loosening right up and starting to feel much, much better. The old Amish people have an amazing remedy for that too. And I do like their remedy better than straight apple cider vinegar for leg cramps. Thankfully, because I take magnesium every single day, I don't cramp very often. It usually has to do with days that either I forgot to get my magnesium in or I've been, you know, sweating a lot and and bleeding out a little more electrolytes than what I normally do. And uh, I have only had to use this apple cider vinegar thing a couple of times, but it is really, really amazing. And the old Amish stuff, if you're interested in that, is at Vitality Nutrition and VitalityNutrition.com. Okay, so let's talk about a life hack that is more about your own personal happiness, productivity, energy, and all that stuff. I met a dude, his name's Lamont Wilcox. I've interviewed him twice on this show. He's become a good friend of mine and truly one of the most genuine, kind people I've ever met in my life. And he talks about NAAP, Neuro Auto Associative Programming, and he ran me through his course, and now I actually teach it in workshops. Uh, Some of you have experienced some of these workshops. Still working out the bugs on how to do it through Zoom and make it really good, but we are working on that, so bear with us as we figure out the technical um, aspects of that. We do these workshops almost every Wednesday night, and so if you're interested in more information on those, uh, give us a call or hit me up on Facebook, and I'll be more than happy to, or yeah, Facebook or Instagram, I'll be more than happy to uh, uh, get back with you and explain the details. But that's not what I'm ta- why I'm talking about it is to promote the workshops. What I'm talking, why I'm talking about it is because I had this experience, and it was such a, it's a funny experience, because. As we were going through it, when I first was learning the Neuro Auto Associative Programming um, tools, one of the tools that Lamont recommended is that the first thing when you wake up and, and just as you're starting to become coherent, put a smile on your face. And he said, the bigger and goofier smile, the better. Just get it up there and keep smiling. And if you're in bed with someone else, turn to them and give them that big smile. A smile literally starts to create 
brain chemicals, neurochemicals, and this is, I don't have time to go into the details of what's being created there, but it creates neurochemicals. It relaxes stress and helps to reduce cortisol that is too high. You want a little cortisol when you're uh, up in the morning, uh, but uh, it is truly an amazing thing. And you'll feel foolish if you're anything like me the first few times you do it. But now I smile just thinking about putting a smile on my face every morning. And I will be completely honest with you. I don't always do it, but I do it a lot. And what I have found is that it is the best way to start your day. Another thing I try not to do, and again, I'm not perfect at this because sometimes, well, I'm not a natural morning person. Let's put it that way. And so I will hit that snooze, but I've found that if I don't hit the snooze and I just get up, my day goes better. It goes, it's more productive. My energy is higher. My mental outlook is better. I feel less stress. Truly an amazing and simple mind hack that I highly encourage you do, but don't do it once or twice. Do it, commit to it for a month and just see what happens. And then let me know. I'd love to hear. How about, uh, how are your armpits? They stink? Yeah. Is that a personal question? Well, not really, because if you're in close proximity, <laughs> it's not personal anymore, is it? Uh, it's public. So I uh, started a thread on Vitality Radio's uh, Facebook listeners community uh, asking, hey, what's your favorite natural deodorant? Because I knew I had a whole bunch of really cool people in there who had been experimenting with lots of different deodorants. And there certainly is a... Uh, there's a sweet spot people have to find with the deodorant of their choice. And in the same thread, we had people saying, I love this one. And, oh, I didn't like that one. So you do have to do a little bit of experimenting, but the hack is not using natural deodorant. That's a given. You don't want that toxic chemical laden stuff with aluminum in it, in your armpits and in your bloodstream. But if you are using natural deodorant, it is, you know, in some cases, not quite as strong for some people, although I find it to be extremely effective. Uh, the Think Sport one that I use is very, very good. I love it. But I only use it once or twice a week. And that's because I learned this little hack. I learned it on a little Facebook group that was all for moms. And I, well, yeah, I got myself invited into the group. I uh, and I, And I was really, because <laughs> I was curious, because I was researching armpit odor, body odor, and how to control it naturally. Oh, wow. This was in the early days of the of the internet. Uh, or, or Sorry, the early days of Facebook. This is probably 14, 15 years ago. But anyway, I uh, jumped in there and they were saying, you know what? The key is don't use soap. Yeah. Another one that sounds pretty counterintuitive, right? Don't use soap. Well, Here's the thing. Soap has the likely uh, outcome of clogging your pores to some degree. In fact, I recommend that you wash your entire body without soap once or twice a week just to slough some of that stuff off. If you use natural soap, it is better for sure than your Doves and Irish Springs of the world. But if you don't use soap on your armpits, and I know it's a little different for women than men because women tend to most women anyway, I guess, in America, shave their armpits. Uh, so you got to figure out how to do that with something, hopefully, that won't clog them. And I've found some people find that aloe vera gel is a pretty good thing. Coconut oil can be really, really effective. And uh, neither of those will clog your pores. Uh, but soap can. But if you just use two or three fingers and uh, wash very, very well uh, under the, the shower uh, uh, head, 
and let, you know, water do its thing. Water is the best natural cleaner on the earth. It's extremely effective and it helps to uh, get stuff out of there without clogging anything up. And unless I'm out playing basketball or mowing the lawn or something like that, um, you know, on well, this is what I found. I can go all day long without deodorant, no problem, no stink. But if I do something a little more active like that that day, then yes, I will put on some of the deodorant, the natural think sports stuff, and that one-two punch works like a charm. What if somebody's got pink eye? Well, here's one that I have to be a little cautious about because I'm probably not supposed to talk about it exactly uh, in this way and because uh, I'm not your doctor. And, and, and because I'm not your doctor, I can only tell you what I do and I can't really make recommendations uh, on certain things. And, you know, there's a, there's a certain level of censorship that goes on in medicine uh, more so lately than previously. But I will tell you that I had heard once that a drop of colloidal silver would work for pink eye. And so I tried it on my little girl. She was three or four, maybe. Um, she's 13 almost now. So yeah, it's about 10 years ago, something like that. And uh, I'll tell you, I've never seen anything so miraculous in my life. So she had the she had the gunk in there, um, looked like massive eye booger stuff, and it was red and and swollen, and that stuff just started to disappear. You could just watch it going away as the silver came in contact with it and cleaned everything up, and that was it. That was the treatment. Two drops, uh, one, and then an hour or two later, another, another one, and it worked like a charm. Now. Your results may vary, and you would definitely uh, want to consider talking to your doctor or pharmacist before you take that step, but uh, that's what I used, and it worked absolutely beautifully. Okay, how about, oh, there's something known as colloidal silver as a vertical spray. Now, it used to be that people would call vertical sprays nasal sprays, but they don't call them that anymore because of some regulations uh, from our friends at the FDA. Um, but now they call it a vertical spray, and, and so it's not a nasal spray anymore. But what's interesting is sinus infections are oftentimes underlying fungal infections, and a vertical spray makes it very, very convenient to work on that. And so uh, I've had incredible, incredible feedback on that over the years. I've used it a lot myself. In fact, what I do with the vertical spray is I use it anytime I'm starting to feel like I'm coming down with anything whatever, you know, seasonal flu, cold, stuff like that, because the respiratory system is a system and getting it in uh, either in any way that you can, whether you're inhaling it or putting it in a nebulizer and inhaling it that way, or even putting it in a uh, diffuser and inhaling it that way, or even with a vertical spray, any of those things can help to get silver throughout the respiratory system, which can absolutely do wonders. Uh, and I've got one more for you, and I will say that this is my favorite. And it's not one that I can sell you, and I'm so sorry about that, except that it's amazing because it's completely free. Nobody can sell this to you. Uh, you just need the information, and it is powerful information. Now, uh, back in November, I did a, about a half a show on something called the RAS, the Reticular activating system and helping to program your ass. I'm pro sorry, program your RAS is uh, what I do uh, in these workshops. Uh, me and my fellow coaches, Jen and Michelle, programming your RAS 
your reticular activating system is a truly amazing thing. And if you don't know what that is, um, I'll go into great detail of it on uh, the, the episode that I just referred to. I don't have it off the top of my head, but Michaela, when she uh, edits this, will put the link for this episode into the uh, district description. And so let me just tell you the two-minute version of programming your reticular activating system. First off, it's found in the brainstem, and it's about the size of your pinky-ish, and it's the filter for information into your brain, and it basically filters out things that it does not think are valuable to you, and I'll explain how it determines whether it thinks it's valuable to you in just a moment, but it filters some things into the subconscious mind and sub things into the conscious mind. And it has to filter out far more things into the subconscious mind than the conscious because out of 11 million bits of information that we're getting per second, it can only fil- we can only consciously focus on like 50 to 100 bits. And so the reticular activating system is a incredibly efficient machine, but it focuses on what it believes we want focused on. So if we're focused on how difficult our day is and all of the crap that's going on in society today and the uh, drama on social media, what's on CNN or MSNBC, what's happening in Washington, D.C., what the gas prices are doing. See, what I just did is I helped you focus on a whole bunch of pretty solemn uh, negative type things. And if you want to stay there, you can. You may have been there before you tuned into this show. And then for the first 20 20 or so minutes of this show, I gave you a bunch of really cool positive things that you could focus on. And we all get to choose, but where our focus is, is what our reticular activating system continues to help us focus on. It's why when you buy a car, you notice everybody else that has that same car on the road as if they all bought it at the same time as you did. When in reality, those cars have been there all the time. You just didn't recognize them because they were just filtering through your reticular activating system into your subconscious mind until you were consciously aware And that is a big deal and it is 100% within your power because even though I just rattle off a bunch of things you could potentially be stressed about, you don't have to stay there. That could be my focus. It doesn't have to be yours and it can be your spouse's focus. It does not have to be yours. It can be your kids that are complaining about how difficult everything is in their life. That does not have to be your focus either. You get to choose. And with that agency that you have to choose, you can choose to fill your brain with the cans and can the can do's, the what we have, the what we want as opposed to the what we don't have, the what we can't do, and those types of things. We get to control what our brain focuses on through the reticular activating system, and it is one of the most powerful things I've ever, ever learned. There is a ton of excellent information on it on the internet. If you want to dig into the reticular activating system, it's not hard to learn what you need to learn. If you'd like to hear it from me, from the research I've done, like I say, we have workshops where we talk about it a lot, but also I did a full, uh, pretty deep dive on it on that episode of Vitality Radio Podcast. So that'll be in the show uh, description as well as the Facebook community. This show is brought to you by the Facebook community because they're the ones that said, hey, you know what we like? We like how-tos. 
We love how-to shows. And so these are all how-tos. I gave you eight of them. Um, how to combat armpit, armpit odor naturally. How to program your reticular activating system. How I defeat pink eye and uh, what I use uh, colloidal silver for with my sinuses. And how to combat food poisoning with charcoal and acid reflux with apple cider vinegar and also leg cramps with apple cider vinegar and why waking up with a smile on your face is a good thing. Those are some of my favorite how-to hacks for a healthy mind and body. There are many more that I'll share with you on a future episode. Until then, if you want to listen to more of what you've just heard, of course, download as many episodes as you feel uh, that you'd like to. They're all the titles give you pretty much what you want to know, uh, and there's almost 250 of them now online at just about every podcast site you can imagine. And uh, if you feel so inclined, even throw me a review. I'd love to have it. Okay, thank you so much for listening to me. I appreciate you so very much. At Vitality Radio and Vitality Nutrition, we literally can't do it without you. And so your support is paramount. If we are ever in any way at the store or if I am ever on this show not measuring up to your expectations and your needs, please tell me. I want to hear about it. I want to do better every single day time. Thank you so much. Give us a call if you have questions, 801-292-6662 or go to vitalitynutrition.com. I'm Jared St. Clair and this has been Vitality Radio. You've been listening to the Vitality Radio Podcast. Enjoy your week. In the meantime, Jared will be feverishly searching for the latest nutrition info to educate you on and wading into mounds of propaganda to help steer you through it. Vitality Radio is researched and written by Jared St. Clair. Our awesome music is by Brian Bob Young. Support Vitality Radio by subscribing and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or your favorite podcast source. Don't forget to follow us at Vitality Radio on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Please let us know your thoughts about this episode by using the hashtag Vitality Radio Podcast. And if you like what you hear, go tell somebody with a share, a screenshot, or an airdrop. Thank you. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. The FDA has not evaluated this podcast. This podcast is provided with the understanding that information shared is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This podcast is not a substitute for care by a medical professional. Thank you.